Wrapping up week 14 here on Run at the Score, and the story is the playoffs are upon us. For some of us, there's glory that awaits, and for others, well, let's just say it hurts so good. We're going to break down Jalen Hurts' first start, a triumphant start over the New Orleans Saints, and a lot of other things, some injuries to talk about, some running backs you may need to scour the waiver wire for, all that and more. Let's run up the score. Rhyming. Okay, I can hear it. You're listening to Run Up the Score, a fantasy football podcast. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome to Run Up the Score. It's Donald here with Scott, you, and Tom. Hey, everybody. Tom. There he hey, is. Hey, everybody. Did you not hear me? All righty. So, am I delayed? Uh, we Tom, did. You- no, you're good. Tom, when your mic's on mute, we can't hear you, buddy. Just a just a pro tip for you. <laughs> I promise. In this case, I was not muted. I actually said, "Hey, everybody!" Right away. It was just you know bandwidth issues somewhere, probably on your end. Mm, yeah. Could be. Usually. Yeah. All righty, we got week fourteen, gentlemen. Have we survived in at least one league so far? Uh yeah. It's actually it's looking okay. I I thank everyone who was with me through. Uh, the four o'clock games i had a matchup that was going to be decided at the four o'clocks and i had a bunch of guys going but they were not playing well and things were looking very bleak with about four minutes left in all of the 425 games but by the end of them luckily i was able to come out with a w in that one so thank you to everyone who was with me for moral sports especially you i mean listen there's no one on earth who has seen me melt down on fantasy more than you true and so you know like <laughs> yeah i was there for you today a- applause for me parade for me but just paying it forward a little bit it, it's not even paying it forward it's more <laughs> just like i still owe you so much <laughs> that it's like like you shouldn't even have mentioned it how well, bad i was today. I, I appreciate it so uh it. yeah this it was uh it was it was fun it was yeah, a lot of a fun lot of, a lot of our friends um, too especially when like, you end up on top of it yeah and even just you know all of our friends it seemed like everybody had uh you know a bunch of leagues where it was all up in the balance going back and forth and you know i guess that's what you're asking for right yeah tom we talked a couple of we got talked about how a couple of teams of yours had buys did you have anybody going today um i had our team that we co-own and i lost with honor in a two-week playoff that started last week and uh in a free league i have a game that is pretty much inconsequential but uh, the buys are the ones I truly, truly well, care loss. about. Okay. I think I'm that delayed. I think can get us into a transition where I don't think we picked him as one, but it definitely was one. Okay. I look around at us. You know what I see? Losers. All right. Losers of the week coming in hot. Uh, some good ones. I'm going with a guy who bageled. Obviously not a good thing. Uh, we're going to go with Devontae Parker. Uh, he had a game today. Somebody tell him. Wow. <laughs> Big matchup against the Chiefs. I didn't even notice he bageled. Yeah. 0 for 2 on 2. 0 for 2 he was. Uh, yeah. No catches on two targets. I mean, listen. Tua is the kiss of death for him, man. I know. It's it's weird because you would imagine that he would try to get his, the ball to his best receiver. And he did last week. Devontae Parker had a good yeah. game last week. But, uh, you know, just sicky catching two touchdowns, I think, hurt him. The emergence of... Um, 
Oh my God. I'm blank. Lynn Bowden Jr. Yeah. Obviously ended up being a big deal for him, but Devontae Parker, especially last year, because like this week was really when the blow up after blow up after blow up started for him. Like it, it just ended up well, not. If you remember, there was a certain point last year where I disallowed us from being able to bring him up on uh, yeah. waiver wire heroes. I think it was just because no one was adding him. And I think we had been bringing him up first initially on in like week six or yeah. something like that. And uh, it was just it, we were we were sick of him at that point bringing him up. But uh, unfortunately, we had to bring him up in a negative light this week. Yeah, he was on the vampire team forever for me. Um, he had a nice end zone target, which will keep him somewhat relevant, you know. So if he reels that in, he has an okay day, and you barely notice the bad day. But um, he could be yeah. kind of a touchdown dependent player with Tua at the quarterback. Yeah, I think you're right. It, it does kind of appear that he will be. Uh, Scotty, we'll move on to you. Who you got for who's losing this week? Uh, yeah, I'm going with Terry McLaurin. We all we're all going receivers here, all receivers that we like too. And I really like Terry McLaurin this year, but this is back to back games with two receptions. Uh, luckily, in you know the leagues that I have him, I actually benched him, so I, I was I was lucky there. But you know, going forward, what am I supposed to think? Terry McLaurin was my rock solid WR two fringe WR one weekly matchup proof, right? Yeah. Well, now he's got two back to back turds. And we're supposed to go into semifinal week thinking we can start him. I don't know. I think that he's in a dangerous range where you're really running a risk even just putting him in your starting lineup at this point. Tough to argue against that for sure. I mean, I mean Alex Smith know, not a guarantee guy. next week. Yeah, which, it could be Haskins. Which I don't know if that's better or worse because Haskins <laughs> did pepper him, but he also kind of stinks. Another one of those games where Washington kind of lean on the defense to get a victory. And now that they're ahead in the division officially in the NFC East, I don't know if that's like a new way for them to kind of play, but it kind of seems like it at yeah. this point. Yeah. Well, uh, so we'll see how that on goes the defense, moving forward. Lean on the defense is kind of like uh, fantasy relevant here because they got two defensive touchdowns. So even to mm-hmm. the point of McLaurin, you get two offensive possessions taken away by the defense here. So it's not surprising True. that – you know, a lot of their cast of characters didn't get a lot of opportunities when two whole drives get taken away. That's a good point, Tom. Maybe we should try to temper expectation with, or, you know, try to not go too crazy with that. But like I said, it gets tough in these late weeks. You know, this is, like I said, back to back weeks where Terry McLaren has gone uh, under 30 receiving yards and two, two receptions to just. So four combined catches in the last two weeks. Four combined catches in the last two weeks and it's under fifty total yards. Yeah, it's not getting it done. No, it's scary. So, Tommy, who are you losing with over there? Well, I would have been losing with Debo Samuel had I not had a buy in my free, very high stakes league. Joking, I uh, I'm skirting away with a win, even though I started <laughs> Debo Samuel. He gets hurt on the first play, uh, gets you under a point. Uh, yeah, most first touch. Yeah, so. Um, not a good look right there. And especially, uh, painful for me because I stuck my neck out for him last episode said, Hey, you should play this guy. He gets over 10 points a game, blah, blah, blah. He goes out there and pretty much bagels yep. for you. So that's pretty painful. Um, I still, no joke. I don't think he'll play. They said his MRI chances or he's getting an MRI and his hamstring didn't look good. But if those things didn't come out and this is irrelevant news, cause I don't think he's going to play. But if they said he was okay, I think I would still play him next week versus Dallas Cowboys. Like I'm still in on Debo long term. Like next year, I'll be ha- I'll be happy to draft him again. Right. 
Yeah, sure. I would agree with you there too. This is this is a crushing blow for the people who started him in their leagues. Like you said, uh, I would have too. Luckily, I, I I was lucky enough to not have him anywhere this week. Yeah, be lucky to have Brandon Ayuk next week though. Yeah. And some of these guys who we're talking about as our waiver wire heroes of the week. And we're gonna start with a guy. With, we're gonna start with a disclaimer because listen. You're, we talk about getting thin, and we certainly know that those of you out there who are still in the playoffs, now you're in the semis, there's going to be a high threshold for a guy that you're going to pick up and start. So if you want to stash these guys, great. We're not necessarily saying pick up and start them unless you go to the waiver wire and Cam Akers is still in your league. This is the week. If you have any budget left, put it on Cam Akers. The guy had 29 carries for 171 yards. Two catches for 23 yards on three targets. He had a monster game on Thursday night. He and if he's incredible. out there, I mean, yeah, he's, he's looked better and better over the last three weeks where he literally just stole the Rams backfield going forward. Hopefully, right? You don't know with them. And that's what kind of scares me. But it does seem like he's proven himself to be the best back, although it did seem like Daryl Henderson did that for a time in this <laughs> offense as well. Uh, this is just way too big of a game to ignore. He ran well when he got contacted, but you know, if you watch this game, there were so many carries where mm-hmm. he's going six, seven yards without even getting touched. And if that's going to be the case, running behind this line, you're going to see more games like this from him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you pick him up, you've got to hope that this trend continues. And if it doesn't, honestly, it was worth the risk of playing him because he's getting that much of a share of the backfield. So, you know, if you need a running back and it's yep. it's this late, uh, that it's well worth the risk on Cam Akers. For sure. Yep. All right. We move on now. We've got a lot of different guys uh, from that Thursday night game. We're talking about Sony Michelle at the time we record this, which is just about in the second quarter of the Bills Steelers game. Nothing official on Damian Harris, although his back injury or his hip injury that he left Spinal. the game with is looking okay. Uh, coaches said he was feeling better Spinal. by the end of the game. They they were holding him out. <laughs> yeah, so Sony Michelle plop uh, plops himself. I, I like actually. I like. I, I thought I misspoke, but I like my. I like plops on the radar because that's really what he that's... does, right? He just plops along out there. Seven carries, twenty two yards here in this game. Uh, if if Damien Harris is out, he will be the lead back for New England. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yeah, and a lot of James White. We move on. A lot to- of James White's rushing yards. Sorry, a lot of James White's rushing yards came on one meaningless play uh, before the halftime whistle blew. They just gave him like a thirty-yard rush for no reason. Good point. Yeah, that is a very good point. Uh, not no reason. They knew that I bet the over on James White rushing yards like an absolute lunatic. Okay, uh, KJ Hamler, two tuds. Everybody knows the rules. Three targets, two catches for 86 yards, and two touchdowns. Drew Locke looked mighty fine against the Carolina Panthers. Very beatable defense, and that's pretty much all we got. This is a classic two tuds to the dock. He only got three targets in this game. Uh, KJ Hamler is someone to pay attention to. Uh, you know, for those people like me who, in one of my dynasty leagues, I'm out of the playoffs, so I'm not making moves for you know the rest of this stretch run. I'm making moves for next year, and I think Hamler is a guy we'll be paying attention to. Absolutely. Yeah, something about Hamler. He's a rookie, yeah, obviously. On there as well. Yeah, so I'll try to cover both of them at the same time. So uh, Hamler is a rookie, obviously, and so is Jerry Judy. So Hamler really doesn't get a lot of the attention that maybe Jerry Judy gets from, you know, your fantasy circles and whatnot. 
Uh, we got Tim Patrick on here, Tim Practical, Tim Patrickal Jokers. Uh, next week he gets the Bills, so there he's probably going to have Tredavious White coverage, you know, that banner coverage. So if you're absolutely desperate, there's a reason to believe that someone other than the wide receiver one, which is Tim Patrick, will get a lot of targets. Um, I'm not condoning that you play Jerry Judy or Hamler for sure, but uh, there's a reason to be cautiously optimistic. Right. Avoiding that banner coverage. We got the uh, Fantasy Football Award Show coming up in about a month now. Tim Patrickle Jokers may be a late submission to nickname of the year. Yeah, that's a that's a very good point. That's that that just, might be the winner, honestly. I mean, we gotta I gotta think back to all the other stupid I shit I've said one. on the show. But <laughs> all right, we move along on the dock. We've got uh Buddy Howell. I mean, he Buddy sounds Hill? like a <laughs> it sounds like Buddy Howell and the Magnificent Four. Yeah. Like that yeah. was like a pop band in the 50s. <laughs> I was thinking the same yeah. exact thing, and so was Tom. <laughs> you know, they, they yeah. all wore, like, varsity cardigans on he, stage. Buddy Howell originally wrote all the songs that uh, George Clooney sings in uh, Oh, Brother, Where Are You? Wow. <laughs> nice, <laughs> Scott. Because I was actually thinking that it, it reminds me of the ballad of Buster Scruggs, like, which is, I think, the same directors as that movie. <laughs> same director. Yeah. 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 That is funny. Yeah, we're we're in we're in sync uh, today. Well, Scott, sing us the ballad of Buddy Howell. I mean, he just got eleven carries, forty-two yards. Uh, Duke Johnson fumbled in this game. David Johnson's on COVID reserve. There's nothing for them really to play for. You know what Duke Johnson is at this point. Maybe they give Buddy Howell a chance. I can't imagine you possibly playing him in your leagues, but uh, he does get the Bengals coming up pretty soon. It might even be next week. Buddy Howell, what's your favorite color? <laughs> Nice Travion one. Williams. Uh, so, <laughs> thanks. So they bring in they bring in Gio Bernard in place of Joe Mixon. He, he fumbles and stinks. They bring in Samaje P. Ryan. He fumbles and stinks. Mm-hmm. Travion Williams, twelve carries for forty nine yards. Caught all three of his targets for fourteen yards and didn't stink. didn't fumble. <laughs> yeah, verdict's still out on the stinkiness, but he didn't <laughs> fumble. He's better so, to look at here than Samaj P. Ryan. Samaj P. Ryan been in the league for a long time. They're going to try to see what they've got in this guy. And uh, just a little classic go back. The Texans won't play the Bengals till week 16. Week 15, they play the Colts. Mm. Okay. Thank yes, you, Tom. Good call, Tom. That was worth it. I got to say, most of his, most of his go backs are, are very much worth it. Of course. It. It's always, always time well spent with Mr. Go Back. That's right. All righty. So how about uh, Lynn Bowden? Oh, this is Tom's guy right here. This is Tom's guy. Yeah. So Tom's love this guy. A little bit. Love this guy. Picked him in uh, DraftKings this week for the measly $3,000. Wish I knew that that backfield, would go. Go. Wish I knew that backfield would go to hell in a handbasket before uh, we recorded our episode. But uh, Lynn yeah. Bowden gets you 15 in full point PPR, and it could have been more. He had an, He had two chances to pass here. He was a third-round pick for the Raiders, got traded to the Dolphins. So you want to talk about tough off-seasons and tough, like, getting used to your team sessions or seasons here? Lynn Bowden can tell the tale. Uh, so he's actually starting That's to get great, working yeah. now, and uh, they gave him two opportunities to throw. Unlike, you know, some of our position players who get an opportunity to throw, he didn't force it. He just ran it for a yard. And on another attempt, uh, he, he had an attempt, but it was incomplete. So – they have packages for him. They have ways for him to throw the ball. 
but he's lining up as a receiver, a legit receiver, where they have some injuries to their receiving core. I mean, this is a team that technically has Alan Hearns. Um, Devontae Parker is, you know, in and out of, you know, relevancy all the time. And I Preston Williams. He got hurt here. He was playing receiver. Exactly. Preston Williams is, is hurt. And uh, Jasicki in and out as well here. So this guy is someone who's going to get some looks. He might even have some reps with Tua from that second team. Just, you know, that, that sort of reps on the on the practice squad that we talk – not the actual practice squad, right. but on the practice field that we talk about. Just squad as in, you know, hashtag squad goals. But Lynn Bowden right. actually led the team in targets. So it's nothing to scoff at. He's running back eligible and he's barely a running back. So he's a bit of a cheat code and a long shot play if you absolutely, absolutely need one. Shades of Ty Montgomery out of Lynn Bowden right now, although it's the other way around as he's a running back with receiver or a receiver with running back eligibility. What's really interesting is how, um, and I, I don't know, I mean, you don't really, they always are ready and willing to bring up that a guy was a former college quarterback. Mm-hmm. So you don't really know about the other positions that a guy was a former this or a former <laughs> that, right? But it does seem like there, there are so many former quarterbacks that come into the league and succeed. Lynn Bowden is another one of those guys. And, you know, he could have a chance here, especially mm-hmm. down this stretch to catch some passes a la Kenyon Drake Ooh. for the Dolphins in blowout games in the past. Reminiscent of Kenyon Drake. We'll see this, you know, thing. obviously this is tough because uh, the Dolphins are playing in comeback mode here. They're typically more of a run heavy team. So we'll see if Bowden will still well, get work even in those types of games. I'm glad you brought that up, Scott, because – Their entire running back room was on the COVID list going into this game. DeAndre Washington had to lead the Miami backfield. So if there are lingering issues with that, it could be a more pass-heavy attack. And we could see Lynn Bowden and Mike Jasicki, who scored two touchdowns, did leave the game with an injury. We got to see what's going on with that. Uh, So we'll see. But worth bringing up Mike Jasicki. One of the cool parts about that injury, too, the Chiefs training staff immediately went over to him like because it happened to on help their sideline and they were like checking him out to make sure he like didn't dislocate yeah. it or anything like that or like, you know, don't move. And they were starting to look at it before Miami's team got involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gusecki is an absolute stunt. Yeah. And it's it's I'm hoping they were sticking their fingers in the shoulder and gouging it. They're going, oh, you better you're going lucky you got hurt on this <laughs> sideline. <kid>. Imagine. <laughs> Oh, man. All righty. Jeff Wilson. Uh, my name, Jeff. My name, Jeff. Uh, 11 carries, 31 yards, and a touchdown. One catch for 13 yards. 49% of the 49ers snaps, as Tom so eloquently brought up. Sorry, Tom. I just realized I stole your stat. Um, but, you know, he's he scored in two weeks now. He's got their goal line work. Tevin Coleman and Jarek McKinnon really haven't been that involved since the yep. Niners came back from, I think it was like two weeks ago. They had a Thursday night game. I don't know, but I, he's been, he's been the most impressive back in the backfield over the past couple of weeks. Yeah. And, and Shanahan rides the hot hand. He's got no problem doing that. What's a Shanahan man. Once a Shanahan, always a Shanahan. Hey, can you guys hear me? Have, All righty. Time to issue right there first. Yeah, everything okay yeah, over there? I almost broke the Yeti microphone. So it's a good thing the season is over. Oh, <laughs> boy, Tom. No, not the Yeti. I'm only assuming that Tom is trying to break the Yeti because he's so excited to talk about his new boy, the new Muhammad Sanu, Muhammad 2.0, Russell, Russell Gage. Gage. confirmed Muhammad Sanu role, however, after he now has thrown a touchdown pass 
And I think this is not even his first one, right? He threw into Julio and yeah, to uh he's got two. And to Cal and Ridley, Julio yeah. dropped one oh, of his god. too. Oh my god, that's right. So he might only have one actually. I just got over that one. Uh but Russell Gage throws another one today is dime. <laughs> so they're not even changing the play packages. He's truly just the Mohammed Sanu of the offense. Um look if Julio Jones isn't playing, you can play Russell Gage. It's that simple. We picked that up like week four. If you just took yep. that and ran with it, you probably would have had some awesome fill ins over the course of the season. Especially this week. Yeah, Great this was... game out of Gage. And this is another guy that I think uh, in dynasty type leagues, you know, throw him in on the end of your bench if he's not owned and, and just see what happens in the offseason. That third receiver always gets used in a very interesting way for yeah. the Falcons, not just as a slot receiver, which he's proven he can do, but also throwing the ball and getting these wildcat snaps. You know, we love when, you know, the receivers have their defined role as a slot receiver and then they can branch out and do these other things. It's That's awesome right. for Gage. Yeah. Okay. Moving right along the list, T.Y. Hilton. I mean, is this the zombie of the year lock? I know he just brought up the awards. Within season. Oh, man, my too. God. This is unbelievable. Yeah. Two touchdowns, five catches for 86 yards, and he gets the Texans, who he just scorched last week. Yeah. Next week, T.Y. Hilton could be a guy who you plug and play for a guy you're missing, like Julio, for example, and he could yeah. end up stemming yeah, the about, tide. Uh, zombie. How about desperation stream of the year? No kidding. With the run he's been on. Uh Two touchdowns here. Vegas is just a terrible secondary. I think you can get They've away with awful. playing like anybody. Against them. He plays, and, and T.Y. He plays against um, the Houston Texans next week. Last week he played against them, and he went nuts as well. So three touchdowns, two games, and the same opponent that he scored on just recently. Phil loves him again, so I would ride it, honestly. You have to, right? I mean, there's no reason not to at this point. Yeah, you uh in my head. Yeah, you absolutely you absolutely have no choice but to ride it. <laughs> oh boy. Dan Arnold. Not necessarily a heater you can ride, but we just want to point out he's now scored in a couple of weeks in a row. Three he's touchdowns got, his last two games. There you go. I and mean five catches, I think. <laughs> he caught both of his targets today, one of them for a touchdown. He seems to have the eye on uh some broken plays if DeAndre Hopkins is double or triple covered in the end zone, which as we know, can happen to a guy like DeAndre Hopkins. So It'd be like that sometimes. You know, right? maybe something to keep in mind. Kyler looked a lot better, a lot more comfortable running around this week. So maybe we get a little bit more of the Cardinals offense we were used to seeing in the earlier parts of this season. But Dan Arnold, just a name to keep your eye on. Same thing with Marquez Valdez Scantling. He has a game like this every once in a while, and then we tell you to pick him up, and we don't tell you to start him because he's just so volatile. Uh, six catches on six targets for 85 yards and a touchdown. Just again, worth his final up. stat line is quietly going to end up being really good. I think he'll be he'll be he'll flirt with top forty yeah. wide receivers. I he, think he's been he's been good. He like like we said, he makes the big plays, but he doesn't make those consistent plays that you'd no. like to see and that like you can start in. A I think he'll have game. a problem yep. showing up high on the stat sheet because of the time he missed though. So he'll just he'll miss out on some of those. Like, oh, I forgot he missed time. Yeah, so he took like yeah that that's he took a good like five point. bagels. Yeah, that, that is, a is lot. true. That's a lot. All right. And uh, one more. We got a live update in this one. Cole Beasley has quietly been lurking in the top 30 wide receivers for most of the season. So we just wanted to bring it up. He's currently leading the Bills in receiving with one catch for 13 yards. In an absolute 
shit show of a Hero, game baby. for the Steelers Bills on Sunday night. So, you know, just got to throw that out I mean, there. Uh, but a couple other things we wanted to throw your way. Oh, I was go ahead, Tom. Say, he's the king of I need a guy, right? And last week he was really, really great. He went yep. 100 oh, yards. Yeah. It's almost a little preemptive because this game is starting. You see the rapport with Josh Allen and Cole Beasley, and you're like, well, you know, maybe we should mention it because it looks like these two have a thing going. So it looks like those two have a thing going. I would agree. That game now 0-0 with five minute, or, uh, 10 minutes to go in the uh, second quarter. Yikes. It's been fun. Uh, we wanted to bring up some streamable guys, as obviously you know these are some kinds of things that we do. Uh, Jalen Hurts, obviously, was electric, 100 rushing yards. 106 rushing yards. Tom, you added a new rule to our waiver wire uh, requirements or uh, thresholds, so why don't you uh, fill the, the audience yeah, in on I that? I didn't mean it to be like a hard and fast rule, but, I mean, if a quarterback rushes for 100 yards, he's on the dock. Yeah. Yes. Yep, and, of course, we mentioned T.Y. We got to mention Phil then. Phil gets Houston next week and has been absolutely balling out since the Colts bye week. God, I love me some Uh, Phil. Speaking of which, Colts defense just did very well against the Raiders. Uh, They had a a very gifted pick six. Uh, Gifted meaning that Derek Carr gave them a gift, not necessarily that it was a gifted play. Uh, They get Houston, who... Scored seven points against the Bears, uh, who are another tough defense, and obviously Deshaun Watson missing Brandon Cooks and all the other receivers. Yeah, a lot of losses on that defense. Cowboys get the 49ers. Nick Mullins seems to be a pick six machine right now. And Scott, the Cowboys defense cashed against the Bengals. Legend. Congratulations. Thank God. Uh, So (laughs) if they're going to cash against the Bengals, I don't necessarily see a reason why they can't cash against the 49ers who are potentially going to be without Debo Samuel. Yeah, yeah. The only problem is they can't stop the run and they run the ball. Yeah, Nick Mullins, like you said, too, has been turning the ball over a lot. So you can get away with starting any defense against him right now. Bill's defense, who's currently holding Pittsburgh to zero points on Sunday night, they get the Broncos next week. Drew Locke kind of due for a time to come crashing down down to earth game. Uh, And the Browns, I just wanted to bring this up because there may be people – who dropped the Browns defense in fear of their matchup coming up against the Raiders or the Ravens who throttled them. They get the giants next week and the jets in week 16, the Browns defense. I'm not even kidding. Might be able to help you win a championship this yeah, year. Very true. Uh, so just wanted to keep that in mind. Definitely worth a look. Definitely worth some fad. If the Browns defense is out there. Let's start running down some of these games. Los Angeles. Oh, yeah, oh, let, did I miss one? No, I just wanted to. Oh, no, this will be too late. I was going to say, well, and the Browns play Monday night, too. So you could. Yeah. And leagues add them, but this will come out too late. Somewhere. You could have added them yesterday. Right. If you want. Basically, wanted to. we say that every week. Uh, if they were now, out there. So uh, Rams that Patriots. Skill that you can add those yeah. teams at the late. At the last. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're trying to, we're trying to beat it into the listeners' heads. They just check for that. Yeah, we're bringing it up every episode this season so that we don't have to ever again. Rams beat the Patriots on Thursday night, 24 to three, beat them very soundly. Uh, Cam Newton throws a pick six Goff with a rushing touchdown and a long overdue touchdown to Cooper cup, which felt amazing. Yeah, that, that did feel nice. But uh, uh, Cam Newton was so very bad in this game. Does he start next week? Yes. Oh, they, have they already announced that? Yeah. I mean, Stidham's even worse. That's fair. He really is. Yeah. I mean, he was pretty bad. I think didn't he have to start against the Chiefs on like a Tuesday? He, he's already? come in and like not played well, yeah. but uh, I, I'm not. I'm not a fan. Okay, they started Hoyer over him in that yeah. game. 
trying to get the blowouts out of the way early. Chicago crushes Houston. David Montgomery's heater has continued oh, and seemingly boy. cannot be stopped at this point. Yeah, I uh, really he's been looking like really, really good. Who they play next week? I don't, I'm not entirely sure, but I think it's actually a pretty good matchup. Uh, he's had I a think good. They run. get Jacksonville. He he doesn't come off the field. You know, he no. just gets a lot of touches. Uh, and he's been effective. You saw an 80 yard touchdown run mm-hmm. in this game for him. He's also seen Mitch go off in this game yeah. on Mitchell standards, uh, just peppering. Yeah, Mitch Trubisky. Yeah, uh, nine catches for 123 and a touchdown for Allen Mitch Robinson. Mitch Trubisky's kind of worth an ad in this case if you're really desperate or maybe a 2QB. He gets at Minnesota next week and then at Jacksonville. So two easy quarterback targets. Oh. Also two easy targets for David Montgomery and Allen Robinson. Yeah. So if you're a Bears owner, uh, that's pretty good. Montgomery definitely doesn't come off the field, but it was a tiny bit worrying if you're an owner of him. Corderell Patterson got like two near goal line carries for seemingly no reason. Um, he was, he that was is swiftly true. stuffed, so hopefully the Bears learn their lesson uh, and just go with David Montgomery anyway. Yeah, like what the hell are you doing? Yeah, let's run the ball on the goal line with the running back that we have on the roster, not Take the wide time. receiver, please. Nah. No, thanks. All right. <laughs> and a damn good one at that. No kidding. Uh, Dallas crushes Cincinnati. Congrats on your revenge game, Andy Dalton. Yes. Uh, Cincinnati is a mess. This game was never close. No. Yeah. AJ Green scored, and we're still just like, don't pick him up. Like, we don't we don't know what to expect out of Brandon Allen Six at the catches, helm of the 62 Bengals. 62 yards and a touchdown for yeah. him. So, not a bad day at the office, but like you said, uh, not trustable, so definitely not worth an ad. We're not going to see Joe Mixon for the rest of the year, are we? Who knows? I don't think we are. Anyway, uh, hey, Mark Cooper tud in the last two games, so at least there's that. Yeah, he's been playing well. Yeah, Kansas City, they were down 10 nothing for what felt like the entire first half, and then all of a sudden they were up 28-10. And then Tyreek Hill happened. And then Tyreek Hill, three touches of the football. I'm sorry, four touches of the football. Two touchdowns and over 100 total yards. Yeah, and over 100 total yards. Unbelievable. Uh, Every week. Yeah. just goes buck nasty. Yeah. Positive sign for the Chiefs. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, 16 carries for 32 yards. Vastly out-snapped and out-touched Le'Veon Bell this week. He's better. Seems to be over the illness that he was dealing with. Five catches, 59 yards. We're full PPR, too. Sorry, what was that, Tom? that two yards per carry. Hey, why not? Hey, five catches, 59 yards, not bad. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All righty. Arizona and New York, like we said, the Cardinals kind of got back on the right foot in this one. Scott, this week you're cursing the name of Deion Lewis, who deprived you of a Wayne Gallman touchdown on the what goal line. What is wrong with that, man? Don't I don't they get it. realize what a gem they have in Wayne Gallman? It doesn't seem like Wake they do. Wake up and smell the coffee, Joe Judge. We thought God. the Giants could handle identifying running back talent. They drafted Saquon, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Come on. You know you got the gall man yeah. out there. Yeah, th- this is uh, a little scary. I don't know who the Giants get next week or really the Cardinals, but the Giants offense just throws up an absolute clunker to the point Giants where, get the Browns. I mean, you can't, even, you can't even really trust anybody no. in that. I mean, you could trot Gallman back out there because he's a stud. Mm-hmm. But other than him, I mean – Ingram, two catches. Slayton, three. Shepard, three. You know, these guys aren't putting up numbers worth trusting. Yeah, Giants get the Browns next week. Cardinals play the Eagles 
in Arizona. In the big toaster. The I think big that's toaster. what they call it. Anyway. Tampa Bay, Minnesota. Tom Brady throws two touchdowns, one on a bomb to Scotty Miller. Uh, the other went to Gronk, which was cool. I guess I didn't even I didn't even see that. That one. was a nice catch by Gronk. All right, cool. Go Gronk. Yeah. Irv Smith with a nice day for the Vikings. Uh their passing uh offense really struggled, which is one of the one yeah, of the I think Kyle Rudolph up. was inactive for this one. He was inactive for this one. Uh Kirk on the road again can't be trusted. Only two twenty five and a touchdown. Yeah. But he actually got you forty one rushing yards, which is a complete anomaly for him. That's a huge it rushing day. Has to be day. his career high. That's a huge rushing day for him. So if you did start him, he actually yeah. ends up sneaking you a pretty good game. Uh ten what's that, ten fourteen. He ends up getting you eighteen points. So not, too not bad, but I wouldn't trust him on the road. Still, no. even after that one, Denver and Carolina turned in one of the more entertaining games of the week. Drew Locke throws for four touchdowns. Mike Davis in what may very well be his last week as the Christian McCaffrey stand-in gives you two touchdowns. Waiver wire here over the year, probably. I mean, he's up there. If you had McCaffrey, there's a good chance that he probably kept you in the playoff hunt. He tries if you damnest. got him. So. Pretty great. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater with a rushing touchdown in this game. He has been awesome this year. I'm so interested to see at the end of the season where he finishes within the top quarterbacks. And I will be very, very interested in drafting him in the back ends of draft as my starting quarterback next year when he gets McCaffrey mm -hmm. back. Absolutely. I mean, we have a streaming QB of the year almost or a stream desperation stream of the year like Teddy Bridgewater had some big weeks in some big spots. For sure. So just another guy to kind of keep in mind I mean, in terms of the, gave me as a, the year's ending. A 25 spotter in a playoff game this week. There you go. Atta and boy, a rushing Teddy. touchdown. Tennessee Jacksonville. God, sometimes you just know that Derrick Henry is going to absolutely throttle a team. And guess what he did to the poor Jags? Don't bury the lead. Make What's the lead? Back. Gardner's back. Oh, the lead is Gardner. <laughs> Let's go. Grow out your mustaches. Gardner Minshew has returned. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't mean, think he's been named. Derrick Henry had 215 yards. I don't think but. he's been named the starter, but you got to hope that he will be. Um, he's clearly the best option. As soon as he gets in there, he starts throwing nice balls. A uh, couple guys we didn't want to really bring up, though. Uh, some receivers getting 10-plus targets or whatever. They get the Baltimore Ravens next week. You're not going to pluck one of these guys start them and go crazy and unfortunately the same thing in the semis yeah, the same thing applies to uh Gardner Minshew here right yeah I mean in that dynasty league I have uh Teddy Bridgewater and Minshew but I'll be going Bridgewater after that performance uh no matter who he plays next week that was very nice Panthers but, get the Packers next week okay that could be a little tough but uh Keelan Cole got got 10 targets. He scores a touchdown. He's been so up and down. Uh, LaVisca Chenault, uh, it's, it's worth bringing up the names just in case for the people in Dynasty Leagues, especially LaVisca Chenault, who could have floated uh, uh, on and off the radar. This is a good guy to add going into next season as well. All righty. Raiders, Colts. Here comes Jonathan Taylor. 20 carries, 150 oh yards, two touchdowns. He had the long touchdown catch against the uh, Texans last week. Oh, yeah. He gets the Texans next week as well. Uh, this should be a very interesting blow-up spot for him. Uh, could be kind of coming back around for the people that drafted him early this year and didn't quite see the benefits of it. Jonathan Taylor, Naheem Hines, looks like a damn good one-two punch so for the good. next couple of years to come. So good. 
Both have receiving capability. Taylor's obviously the preferred runner, but Naeem Hines can hold his own carrying the ball with, you know, around 10 carries. He gets seven carries for 58 yards in this game, and he throws in four catches, only 17 receiving yards this week. But you know Hines can hit big plays in the receiving game. It is looking up for the backfield of the Colts. Yeah. I, I can't wait to see what they do at quarterback next year. I'm, I'm sure they'll move on from Rivers, you know, if they don't reach a, a very far point in the season, you know. But, yeah. you know, could they potentially? It does kind of seem like they could make a run to an AFC They're 9-4. and four. I mean, yeah. they're in the playoffs the as far as I'm concerned. Be worth something. Hines is yeah. a benevolent so. running back mate here, too. He gives Jonathan Taylor a touchdown on a Wildcat snap that was uh, directly to him. So he hands yeah, it to him. He hands it off. I mean, Hines maybe could have made something happen on his own, but um, that just shows you the more focus on those two than anyone else, right? It's like now they're taking those plays away from Jacoby Brissett or whoever else was going to supposedly run the Wildcat. Trey they Burton. Know, yeah, Trey Burton. <laughs> they know that uh, those two <laughs> guys are a big help for their team and they need to get them the ball. Fair enough. Yeah, absolutely. Seahawks, Jets. Do you think the Jags were finally like, okay, the Jets really aren't going to win a game the whole year. Like, we can start Gardner. It doesn't matter. We're not going to get the number one overall. Pick. I mean, the yeah. Jets, everyone knew the Jets were going to get wild in this game, I'd imagine. Not yeah. Me. I mean, the and it's, especially because the Seahawks lost last week and they were kind of due for, you know, a nice get right spot. You don't lose to the Giants and Jets. One of the earliest weeks. first team benchings I've seen in NFL history. It was mid, like mid third. Mid third, right? They're yeah, like, all right, crazy. Russ, DK, it's good enough. Revenge game. Ah, that's that's. <laughs> we needed to get him some snaps. You're right. <laughs> that has to be what it is, Tom. You're right. How could we be so foolish? You got to let Gino go into victory formation against the Jets if you have the chance. Yep. All right. Uh, yeah, we don't need much of that. Uh, Green Bay, Detroit. Marvin Jones continuing. Mar- Marvin Jones. Was fine. I sh- I, I'm bearing the lead again here, though. TJ Hawkinson, man. Six for 43 and a touchdown. He's a, a stone-cold Is he the lock third tight, tight end, end drafted next year? I don't know, but you know, I'm glad that they played in the same game because another tight end who's really been on fire to end the season and was on fire to start the season is Robert Tunyon on the opposite Bobby side Tons. of the football that goes five catches, 36 yards and a touchdown. He's had four straight games with a touchdown. He started the season. If you remember, I believe three straight games with a touchdown. He's hitting double digit touchdowns this year for he certain. He has nine. He is a lock for 10 touchdowns, barring injury or incredible to happenstance against him. Exactly. And you know, where does he go next year? Well, uh, that's tough. That's a good point. I'm going to have my eye on Tanya because if he's yeah. a guy that gets disrespected and, you know, because people give whatever reasons they want to give yeah. for why he might not be great. Rogers has a way of linking on to these guys and holding them there for a while. We've been waiting for him for, to to find a tight end since Jermichael Finley, really. And Tanya you know? plays at wide receiver for them, too. He yeah. has avenues to point. They finally got him one of those guys that can play in the slot. It's nice. Like Gronk and, of course, like. Jimmy Graham, uh, pre they tried Patella catastrophe. Jimmy Graham, uh, F- Swift came back for the uh, for the Lions. Came Only back and seven scored. carries here. Yeah, um, they're going to be slow with him, but he is a stud. Four yeah. catches for twenty six yards too, though. Yep. Saints Eagles. Jalen Hurts, I would say, was worth the wait, Miles especially Sanders. from a fantasy purpose. Miles Sanders proving the haters wrong. Probably included. not worth the wait for his fantasy managers, but yeah. he looked damn good. First. 
running back in like 80 games to rush for 100 yards. Yeah, he on said it on the broadcast. Yeah, you knew quite, it. You knew this. He hasn't quite got up to 80 he yet, had to come. but uh, he did break the, he did break <laughs> the streak. The count. The count started, Tom, like week six at like 55. We're at week 13, <laughs> and Don ended it at a solid 80. <laughs> They're just running double time. It felt like weeks. it was never going to happen. But, too, um, but Miles Sanders showed you uh, why we all drafted him super early and why we thought he would be matchup proof. This guy can hit home run plays, and he can also catch the ball in the backfield. I don't know how much he did in that regard. Four catches, 21 yards. I mean, it's a pretty awesome day. He did enough. I only have him in one league. Uh, Thank God I still made it through, so I can start him next week. Yeah. Eagles get uh, I just said this, didn't I? Eagles get the Cardinals next week. All right. Chargers-Falcons. We were hoping for a Chargers-Falcons game, and we got a Chargers-Falcons game. Three interceptions in the last four minutes of the fourth quarter. Yeah, so Matt Chargers Ryan, win on a field goal that they actually made. So Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan throws his vintage game losing pick, right? Yep. And Herbert's like, no, no. I play I'll, for the Chargers. I'm on the Chargers. I blow games. He <laughs> throws the pick. Matt Ryan comes back. He says, listen Let here. me show you how it's done, young blood. <laughs> listen here. There's only one quarterback that can choke games away <laughs> in the NFL like this, and it's me. Oh, man. <laughs> A classic. I literally said to myself because I'm going against Matt Ryan in one of my leagues that I had a matchup in this week. I was like, I need one of those vintage Matt Ryan looks like he never played quarterback before games, yeah. and I got one. He is bad, legitimately bad, and unstartable without Julio in the lineup. And and it's been proven. If you out needed the more proof, year. you just got some. Bad. The Washington football team may end up finishing this season with a winning record. Their They're six and seven. Right, that's great. Their defense has been phenomenal. Chase Young, just a game breaker. They scored two touchdowns off of uh, Nick Mullins-led offense. Tom mentioned the unfortunate Debo Samuel injury, but in his place, Brandon Ayuk, 10 catches for 119 yards. Again, the only two receivers that have scored more points than Brandon Ayuk in the last four weeks are Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill. They both scored more this week, but they not many others did. They both scored more than Ayuk did this week. That is for certain. But not many others did. That's Especially right. Especially full PPR. That's a 20 spot for yeah. Ayuk. Uh, what a stud. What a find. Not much him to and Debo are going to be him. scary He's next doing year. this with Nick Mullins, man. Yeah. Like, this is awesome. Imagine next year when he's doing it with Kirk Cousins. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's a rumor, by the way. Kirk Cousins? What, I, think the, I think the trade? Vikings have a get out of Kirk deal at the end of this year. And they and they're thinking like since Shanahan thought that he was going to get, I him think there's going to be a lot of whatever. a lot of QB shuffling. I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if 49ers went, tried to go with an older guy like Brady or even like Breeze, maybe Dak. Ooh, Dak's going to get a big deal. There's like four teams that shouldn't offer Dak a contract if the Cowboys let him hit free agency. Legit, like four. I'm trying to add up the total yards in the Bills Steelers game quickly and i want to see if it's less than 100 it's not but it's bad game so far oh it's been awful ben threw a touchdown of james washington and allegedly allegedly deontay johnson was was benched so we'll see if that's actually true he's still currently second on the team in receiving yards don's heart is shattered well listen i knew what what i was getting myself into (laughs) you know you start hearing the rumblings they should probably bench him if he keeps dropping passes and I'm he like, ke- no, he's fine. And then he keeps dropping passes. And then he drops two on their first two drives, and they're like, eh. 
Okay, this is starting to gain some Collar's legs. getting a little tight here. <laughs> and James Washington can score touchdowns. If that's, that's really all he true, does, you should pay attention to James Washington. All yeah. three receivers within this offense have been featured at certain times. So if Washington's going to get the chance, uh, you know, like I said, he can hit long plays. He can get loose and, and create his own types of plays as well. So uh, he could be a good pickup. We're about to sign off, but big update before we do. Cole Beasley now has two catches for 17 yards. Eat, big dog. That's Eat. not the point, though. It's not the point. Steelers defense is absolutely shutting down the Bills right now. That's not the point. Greener pastures ahead. The Bills get somebody worse next week. I'm trying to figure it out. I'd imagine they have to get somebody worse than that. We just went over it. Uh, We went over it. Who has Jackson? Broncos. Oh, no. Yeah, Broncos. Sorry. Yeah, it's Denver. It's Denver. Yeah. Yeah. It's a Saturday game, too, boys. There's a triple header on Saturday. Or no, there's two games Buckle on Saturday. Up. Whoops. Okay. Buckle up. NFL Network. We'll have to get an illegal stream going for that one, boys. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't do anything illegal. <laughs> That'll do it. We will see everybody Thursday for the week 15, the fantasy football semifinals. 100% of fantasy football leagues will be in the playoffs starting next week. We will help get everybody to the championship. It's coming down to the wire. Get that anxiety level nice and tight. Clench those fists. Try to breeze through work as quickly as you can. We'll be there to help help you out with all of it on Thursday. For Scott and Tom, I'm Don. Keep scoring.